This question is more than a mind bender. For thousands of years, certain people have claimed to have actually visited the place that no eye has ever seen, no human mind has ever conceived. And yet, all their stories often follow the same narrative arc. A lot of people talk about encountering a being of light. Tales like these are thrilling in part because they tell us all the passionate conviction of religious converts. I saw it, so it must be true. According to a Gallup poll, about 8 million people claim to have had a near-death experience or an NDE and many of them regard this experience as proof of an afterlife, a parallel spiritual view, more real, many say, than this one. It's an inversion, almost, of the old philosophical puzzle. If a tree falls in the forest and there's no one to hear it, does it make a sound? If you are certain that you saw something, or felt something, or heard something, does it mean that it's empirically proven? And if you are predisposed to want to see something, are you likely to see it? The way Harry Potter saw his departed mother in Hogwarts Magic Mirror? And finally, if you see something while you are stressed or unconscious or traumatized in some way, does that circumstance delegitimize the veracity of your vision? This is a trouble with NDEs as a field of scientific study. You can't have a control group. Most people on the brink of dying do die and so cannot describe what the process is like. And those who survive the approach, the brink in such different ways such as car accidents, strokes, heart attacks, that it's impossible to compare their experiences empirically. But over the years, science has posted a number of theories about the connections between visions of heaven and the chemical and the physical processes that occur at death. Since at least the 1980s, scientists have theorized that NDEs occur as a kind of physiological defense mechanism. In order to guard against damage during trauma, the brain releases protective chemicals that also happen to trigger intense hallucinations. This theory gained traction after scientists realized that virtually all of the features of an NDE, a sense of moving through a tunnel, an out-body of feeling, spiritual or visual hallucination, intense memories, can be reproduced with a stiff dose of ketamine, a horse tranquilizer frequently used as a party drug. If our conscious experience totally depends on the brain, then there can't be an afterlife. When the brain is gone, the mind is gone. But it's not that simple. Even when the brain seems to be virtually disabled, people are still having the experiences. There may be a great deal more to the mind, maybe more than the consciousness. If we could prove there is life after death, you might be yourself in your life with a renewed sense of wonder and appreciation for what you have now.